Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of XS Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. And this is episode 75 for the week of May 26th, 2019. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. I hope everyone enjoyed their long, extended weekend. I mean, it's not too long, but you get an extra day off from work. Hopefully, you guys had some great barbecues. If you went to uh, the the beach or went to the lake, whatever's near you, hopefully, you guys had a little bit of fun. Uh, Sorry for bringing out this podcast a bit later. I mean, it's only a day late, but uh, I became way too busy this weekend, and I kind of overwhelmed myself. So I actually had two weddings to go to, one here where I live in New Jersey, and one all the way up in Massachusetts. So uh, I did a little bit of traveling, and both weddings were a lot of fun. So congratulations to the couples out there uh, that that we had gone to the wedding for. So, But I am back, and I'm here ready to talk about the Disney news, and there was honestly a lot of news that happened this past week. Um, I'm summarizing a lot of things, combining things here and there to, to kind of make this show as short as I can be. Uh, it can be, but uh, but yeah, there was there was a good amount of news that came out last week, and especially with Galaxy's Edge coming up this week, it is opening. It is finally here. Uh, it is opening up this Friday at the Disneyland Resort, so very, very exciting, and we're going to hear some firsthand experiences with that coming up. So, very excited, because I told you it, very soon we'll have um, my friend of mine come on and talk about the show, and I'm actually doing a cast member interview. Uh, she had worked at the Disneyland Resort, uh, but she's actually also going to be one of the first people. She'll be there within the first week or so. So we, uh, we're going to talk about her time working at the Disneyland Resort and then also her experience working at or visiting Galaxy's Edge. So very exciting. Let's see what comes up this week. There have been a lot of previews. Uh, there have been people visiting uh, Galaxy's Edge and it's they're just saying it's amazing and everything they could have ever hoped for. Um, 
They're saying it's a bit more expensive than they thought. Uh, some of the news articles saying that, that things are a bit expensive, like, for example, like the blue milk that you can buy. That's uh, a little bit more. Uh, it's not as. It's not that cheap. So, but I mean, hey, what what do you expect for a land uh, that takes place in a galaxy uh, far, far away? So I, I guess the the exchange rate is not as great as we uh, we had hoped. But, uh, but yeah, so I have a few news items that's going to be talking about some of the merchandise um, coming up about how much it's going to cost to build your own lightsaber, how much it's going to cost to build your own droid. So I have some of the details there, but there's the, yeah, just a lot of news. But uh, you know what? Why don't we just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the XS Press Podcast. So since we were just talking about the opening of Galaxy's Edge, why don't we kind of talk about what the cost is of building your own lightsaber or droid over at Galaxy's Edge. So with Galaxy's Edge finally opening this week, we did find out some more information of some of the experiences that the land has to offer. Uh, and it was previously announced that you can build your very own lightsaber over at Savi's Workshop and a droid over at the Droid Depot. So more details have been released on how this experience is going to work, but I'm not going to spoil all that for you because they really gave down like every I've read articles where they gave like every single detail about how it's going to work, um, the story behind it and like the amount of pieces that it takes to, to build it. But I figured like if you want to do this experience, you should see for it for yourself and I, I won't spoil those details. because I think that's the fun in it. Uh, but I will kind of warn you like how much it is going to cost. So um, I'm going to give like very basic details, but not not a lot. So uh, so first we're going to start with Savi's workshop. So we, we know the story in the past that it's there's a group called the gatherers. Uh, and these are the ones, the, they're the people that are going to be helping you build your very own lightsaber. They'll kind of guide you into this secret area where you'll put the lightsaber together. And again, I'm not going to go into the whole process, uh, but once the your hilt is the get, uh, put together, you'll get a 36-inch lightsaber blade um, that goes inside of it so you can light it up and you'll get your very own lightsaber. Uh, and then you'll also be getting a carrying case as well, which will be included in the cost. So you don't have to worry about like kind of carrying around all day, but I'll have like an easy carrying case that you'll, you'll get with it. So, okay, here's the question. So how much does it cost? Well, uh, hopefully you have a big wallet because this experience will run you $200. So the official price is $199.99 plus tax uh, per lightsaber. And so these are custom lightsabers and they are non-refundable and they're not eligible for any discounts. So if, you, if you're looking to build this, uh, it is a smaller area. So it's really only limited to, to the builder and one guest. So if like you and a friend or you and a family member, uh, only the two of you can go in. You can't bring your whole family. So if there's like a family of four, you can only, it's really only personalized to the one person and a guest. Um, so at least one person in the group is 14 years old or older. Um, 
so the the workshop is subject to availability and reservations may be required to build a lightsaber uh, they haven't released that detail just yet which i'm a little surprised i guess they're kind of in the wait to see what the demand is for it because i think once people figure out that it's 200 dollars for the experience people aren't going to be lining up for it um so i'm curious to see how that works exactly um <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I don't know how to compare it to the the wand. I mean, you don't build a wand over at at Harry Potter, but I know that that is an experience. I don't really know how much that costs, but this you're actually building a lightsaber piece by piece. You're putting it together. Uh, so yeah, it's. I think it's a really great experience, and uh, I've I kind of talked about it on previous shows where I compare these new lightsabers to the force fx lightsabers that are currently out by i think hasbro makes them um so they're very similar and they're really phenomenal lightsabers but these custom ones sound awesome and i personally really want to do it so hopefully i get a chance to do it maybe later this year we'll see but uh, if you're not looking to build a lightsaber you can also go to the droid depot and build a droid so <clears throat> So you get to choose between two different droids. You can do the BB series or the R series. So pretty much uh, you can have your very own BB-8 or R2-D2. Uh, and again, I won't go into like the details of how your droid gets built because uh, again, I think you want to experience for yourself. Uh, but after it, the droid is built, it's connected to a remote control and it comes to life. Uh, and there's like add-ons that you could put onto it as well. So again, this is a whole nother experience where you go in and put this thing together piece by piece. Uh, so the price is $99.99, so it's essentially 100 bucks plus tax. Uh, so it is a bit cheaper. Uh, it also includes a carrying case. Um, and again, these are custom droids, which are non-refundable and not eligible for any, disca uh, any discounts. Uh, and again, the ex this experience is subject to availability and reservations may be required. So, uh, but that's pretty much all the information I'm going to give about those two. I feel like you people will, will want to know the cost. Uh, and again, I think you guys are really going to want to experience this for yourself. So don't, don't spoil it for yourself. If you really want to do this, uh, go in there. Um, and just have fun with it. Uh, I mean, I, I think the exp if if you're a huge Star Wars fan, I think this experience is going to be amazing. Uh, it sounds incredible, and I can't wait to hear kind of reviews on this because I don't think people are able to build anything just yet. There have been like cast member previews, and I know some other journalists and other people have been in there because I think they're kind of doing test runs and stuff. People have been going on uh, Smuggler's Run and saying it's fantastic, so... Uh, but yeah, if you really want to know the details on all of this, like how it works, there are articles out there that you can find out. But uh, yeah, I'm just here to kind of give you the cost. So again, Savi's uh, lightsaber workshop will run you $200. And if you want to build your own droid over at the Droid Depot, it's going to be $100. So uh, let me know if any of you are out there are interested on in doing um, any of these experiences. And if you do, which one you want to you, you want to do? So 
write in the comments send me send me like a dm uh just a direct message and let me know what you guys uh think on this and like which one uh you might want to build but uh but yeah so those are the costs of what it will be to create your own lightsaber or a custom droid uh but we're going to kind of continue on into this next news story which is uh still has to do with galaxy's edge and that's about getting opening day merchandise so disney will have limited edition opening day merchandise for Galaxy's Edge uh, that you won't be able to find on the planet of Batu. So they're gonna have stuff outside of the lamp. So if you're looking to get some stuff, there are limited edition, limited release, and annual pass holder pins on the upper upper level of Star Wars Launch Bay in Tomorrowland over at the Disneyland Park. Uh, and then if you're looking for items that are celebrating Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, you can find them over at the Emporium, the upper level of Star Wars Launch Bay, Star Trader, and Pooh Corner in the Disneyland Park. And then over at the California Adventure Park, you can head over to Elias & Co. And you could also head over to the World of Disney and the Downtown Disney District and also the shops at the Disneyland Hotel. So they will have items um, for celebrating Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over there. But again, if, you, if you're if you looking for like limited edition pins, limited release and annual pass holder pins, you do have to go to Star Wars Launch Bay over in Tomorrowland. But uh, all right, I think that's kind of it for all the Star Wars news that we have this week. So remember, guys, it is finally opening up over at the Disneyland Resort this Friday on May 31st. Again, you'll need a reservation to get in. They have four-hour time slots as well as valid theme park admission to enter the land between May 31st and June 23rd. Uh, and if you didn't get one of those free reservations, the only way you can get one is if you're staying at one of the Disneyland resorts. Um, so, oh yeah, I did want to mention that. However, if for the for the merchandise, if you if you want to get a head start and increase your chances of nabbing some of the limited edition merchandise, uh, they are saying that you can line up no earlier than 2 a.m on may 31st so parking act will actually open up at midnight uh since the merchandise is subject to availability so but guys very exciting we've been talking about this new land for for a very long time and i think everyone is just super excited for this to finally open and have their dreams come true of going to galaxy's edge so very exciting to see what comes of this week but everyone out there uh good luck and may the force be with you So one of the bigger news stories that Disney announced this past week is that there is a new ticket package that you can get over at the Walt Disney World Resort that is available on June 4th. So if you're heading down to the Walt Disney World Resort this summer, you might be interested in the summer one world ticket that is being offered so you will get to experience the four theme parks as well as the two water parks for a total price of 444 dollars plus tax which pretty much equals to 74 dollars excuse me plus tax per admission to each park so 
the the summer one world tickets must be purchased between june 4th and august 23rd of this year so uh, this ticket will give you admission to the magic kingdom hollywood studios epcot animal kingdom blizzard beach and typhoon lagoon uh, you are not able to double up on on one park and not like visit another one uh, so for example like you can't go to the magic kingdom twice and then skip like typhoon lagoon um you are able to visit more than one park per day which is a plus and it gives you like a little bit of flexibility so like one scenario could be like if you go to the water park into the morning to like mid-afternoon and then go to like another park uh, until it closes so find like a park that's maybe open up late uh, and you can do that so kind of just the, the the put things into perspective i kind of just want to break a few things down for you so i ran through a scenario to see like how much you could potentially save uh, so i compared the summer one world ticket to a standard four day hopper plus option ticket so uh, the the, the four-day Parker Hot Plus option ticket also gives you access to all four theme parks and the two water parks. Um, so since the tickets are date-based now, uh, I picked a day in July where it was the most expensive. After I rounded it up, the ticket for the four-day Park Hopper Plus option uh, would be $544 plus tax. The summer one world ticket uh, is four hundred dollars and forty-four dollars, so that pretty much could potentially to uh, could potentially save a hundred dollars per person if you purchase the summer one world ticket. Uh, now again, the park hopper plus option uh, that does allow you to visit the parks. Um, to, to any parks at any time so you can go to multiple per day like it doesn't matter it gives you a lot of flexibility but if you don't care about that as much and you really want to like visit the water parks and the theme parks uh, you can save on that that ticket of going for 44 or for 444 dollars so the ticket definitely could save you a good chunk of change if you think that it is fit for your Walt Disney World vacation uh, and if you were debating on like going to the resort this summer maybe the summer world one world's uh, ticket might sway your decision because I mean hey who doesn't want to go to the water parks in the summer I mean it's I think like if you're doing like a five-day vacation and you want to go to the water parks during the day and then you want to go to the parks at night because it's hot it is hot during the summer days i refuse to go to the summer anymore it's just way too hot and humid for me i have the options uh to go elsewhere during the year so I, i'm not i'm not i don't have to go during july but i know a lot of people can only go during like july and august when school is out so uh yeah this is a good way for you guys to save some money uh, if you're looking to do the water parks as well as the theme park. So again, this is the summer one world ticket. Um, and these go on sale for uh, June 4th and on. So next week they'll go on sale. Uh, and again, the price is $444 for that ticket. So, uh, but yeah, hopefully you guys uh, will take advantage of this ticket. If you're going this summer, if you haven't bought your tickets already, or maybe if you haven't decided you're going to the Disney parks. So, uh, but yeah, so that's the news for the summer one world tickets.
Alright, so for this next piece of news, we are heading over to Disney's Animal Kingdom, and uh, it will be joining in on the holiday fun this year during the festivities that's going on for Christmas and all that. So, Animal Kingdom hasn't really had a lot of decorations that would come up during the holiday time, uh, but this year they're going to have some pretty unique decorations that go up uh, throughout all of the different lands. So it's very exciting, uh, like Discovery Island, the village will have a lot of holiday decorations and featured animal-inspired luminaries that will be on the rooftops, and you'll find life-size sculpture puppets of like reindeer, foxes, polar bears. And you'll be able to interact with the guests. Uh, each puppet will be with a musician that you can dance along with. And then at night is when the real magic comes out. The the luminaries and the these bird lanterns will light up the entire village before the tree of life uh, will awaken with some wintry tales accompanied by uh, a holiday-inspired musical score. And then if you head over to Dinoland USA, there's going to be Donald's Dino Bash with all of your favorite characters. And then you can head over to Truckosaurus for the holiday hoopla dance party with Chippendale. And then over in Asia, they're going to be celebrate. There's going to be the celebration of Diwali, which is the holiday festival of lights over in India. Um, so there's going to be a lot of glowing flowers, lanterns, and more. And then, of course, if you go over to the village of Harambe in Africa, there will be lots of other holiday uh, festivities going on over there. There will be musical performances. And then you can over, head over to Tusker House, uh, where Mickey and friends will share some of their holiday cheer with everyone. And then if you go to Pandora, the expats that are living there will also be bringing some Christmas time fun with a display over at Pangu Pangu. Of, they'll have holiday decor. Uh, and then there will be some vintage peach pieces from Earth uh, that'll be handcrafted from materials that are indigenous to Pandora. So you'll see some holiday decorations in pretty much every land over at Animal Kingdom. So I'm really excited. I hope that these decorations are up. I'm going to the first week of November, so I'm hoping that these decorations are up because I would love to see what these decorations look like over at Animal Kingdom. It's great that um, <clears throat> Disney is finally setting up some holiday, more holiday fun over there. They had like a little bit last year, but I don't. They, they didn't. They're not. They didn't go as as much. They didn't deck it out as much as they are this year. So uh, it's just really one more reason to visit the Walt Disney World Resort during the holiday season, and I'm just extremely happy to see the Animal Kingdom uh, coming out like that. So um, you know, I, I should have read my notes a bit more. I, f I forgot I wrote in my notes that it is starting on November 8th, so I will be there, uh, but I won't be going to Animal Kingdom. On November 8th there might be a chance I, I will go on my last day on the 9th so maybe I could check it out we'll see uh, but yeah it is gonna be starting on November 8th which is a Friday of this year so uh, but yeah if you are going to the uh, Walt Disney World Resort this holiday season you'll definitely want to be checking out Animal Kingdom So one of my favorite rides at the Disney parks is Soren. I absolutely love Soren. I'm not as a big a fan as the um, 
Soren around the world. I did love the Soren over California a lot more. I just thought it was gorgeous. I love the music. It, I loved everything behind it. I think it's uh, fantastic. Uh, and I was a little disappointed when Soren around the world came about. I'm not as a big a fan of it. But it, I mean, I still like it. I like it a lot, but I'm, I, I've really enjoyed Soren Over California more. So, guys, if if you love this attraction or the Soren Over California as much as me, well, if you're going to the Disney California Adventure Park um, uh, this next month in June, well, it is coming back for the entire month. So from June 1st to June 30th, Disney's Soarin' California, uh, Soarin' Over California will be coming back just for a limited time. So, uh, this is a virtual tour of the beauty and wonder of the Golden State. They'll show the Golden Gate Bridge, the crashing waves at Malibu, and then it, it brings you through like the rivers of like the Muir Woods and all that. So it's just a gorgeous, a gorgeous. Oh, I love the attraction so much, uh, it, but it is back. So it originally opened up in 2001, and then the 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 new one came out about uh, in 2016. So uh, I think they are definitely bringing this back for the month of June because of Galaxy's Edge. They want to bring people over to the California Adventure Park for a reason. I think this is a really good way of them uh, bringing some of the crowds over from Disneyland Park to uh, Disney California Adventure Park. Uh, it's, it, I think it makes perfect sense. Soaring Over California uh, has, has been a fan favorite attraction. The music is just so iconic. I, I believe Jerry Goldsmith uh, did the the um the musical score for it uh he is a just huge um or he's been a long time uh movie movie composer and i'm pretty sure he did the score for it and i absolutely love it and i'm just so glad that it's back but i i won't be able to to see it so hopefully all of the all the listeners out there uh, that live on the Disneyland coast, you'll be able to experience this attraction once more over there. So, yeah, so through the entire month of June, June 1st to the June 30th, Soren over California is back. So that is super exciting news. Um, hopefully, I, I really hope they do that at some point over in, uh, in Epcot. I, I doubt they will. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, this ride started over uh, because of the California Adventure Park, so who knows? But anyways, this is good news. I'm excited that's back. It's uh, one of my favorite attractions, and it's good to see that it is back. But yeah, uh, this is definitely to take away some of the crowds from Galaxy's Edge again, so... Anyways, exciting news. If anyone checks it out, uh, let me know if it's just as good as we all remembered. So, but yeah. So again, Soarin' Over California is returning to Disney's California Adventure Park over at the Disneyland Resort this June. So for the last piece of news today, we're going to be talking about the mobile order service that is coming soon to select Walt Disney World Resort hotels. So Walt Disney World is expanding their mobile order service a bit more by adding more restaurants uh, at their Disney Resort hotels. It includes 
everything pop, shopping, and dining over at Disney's Pop Century Resort, the Mara over at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, and the Contempo Cafe at Disney's Contemporary Resort. So you can find uh, currently you can currently find the mobile order service app at Center Town Market and Spyglass Grill at the Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, uh, as well as over 30 other quick service locations throughout the four major theme parks and Disney Springs area. Uh, so again, I, we've talked about it on the show before, but if you're not familiar with the service, here's just some basic details. Uh, you can actually order your food directly through the My Dizzy Experience app wherever you are in the park hotel, and you're able to skip the line and go straight to pick up uh, to the pickup counter where cast members kind of deliver their food, uh, and it could save you so much time when you're visiting the Walt Disney World Resort, since oftentimes, uh, oftentimes there is a wait for you to even order your food. So. Uh, and another great enhancement that I just added is that you can now redeem your meal uh, and snack credits if you're on the Disney dining plan. So kind of how I like to use this, uh, use the, the mobile food sort of uh, mobile order service is that when I'm waiting on line for an attraction, so say I'm at like Space Mountain, uh, I'm waiting in line for it. My my wife and I will, will go into the app, we'll order our food, say over a Cosmic Braze, we order it. And then when we say that you, you order it, but then you have to say that you're also ready to pick up the order. So we, we have their order all ready to go. And then when we're done with the attraction, we say we're ready to pick up our order. So you can, you can pretty much order your food like an hour in advance and it'll just like kind of stay in the system. But then when you finally tell them to order, uh, you're ready to pick up the food, they'll get it ready for you and it'll be ready in like five, 10 minutes. So like pretty much by the time we're we're, we're getting off of Space Mountain and we walk over to Cosmic Rays. It's ready to go. It's fantastic. It's great. So it saves you so much time. You don't have to wait in those long lines. And if you haven't tried using the service just yet, I highly recommend it. It'll save you a ton of precious time and help you maximize your time at the parks. So, but yeah, very exciting to see that this is now coming to the uh resort or the restaurants over at the resorts i think it's great i would love to just be chilling at the world of lodge and ordering from like roar and fork so hopefully that uh that comes uh, to roar and fork sometime in the future and to the rest i assume at some point it'll be at almost all the quick service restaurants i i feel like it won't go to all of it because then maybe you'll probably be waiting in longer lines with the mobile food order service if it's that everywhere who knows but anyways i am excited to see the expansion of mobile order service coming to the restaurants at the disney resorts but yeah so that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode um sorry again that this is coming out a little bit later but hey at least you'll have it on have it for your commute tomorrow morning and you'll get a little bit of the disney news there and sorry yeah katie wasn't able to join again this week memorial day weekend was a little bit tough uh but yeah hopefully she'll be on in the next episode or so and you will have a uh, cast member interview coming up on this wednesday evening so be on the lookout for the next cast member interview that is coming out and i just wanted to remind you guys that uh this for the first time ever you are able to support the show if you're a long-time listener 
listener or new listener, this is the first time you can support the podcast by visiting the shop over at excesspresspodcast.com/shop. We have our first ever Excess Press t-shirts uh, that are in limited in quality quantities, so you can get those over there. And there are free shipping on all items, so you don't have to worry about that. And all the money that is earned goes directly back into the show. Uh, it'll go towards like the hosting costs and possibly more for merchandise in the future. So, yeah, you can check those out over at excesspresspodcast.com slash shop. And make sure you're checking out the website in general. We're posting a lot of articles over there. Um, you can check out all the latest news. We're trying to put up as much as we can over there. Um, and if you guys are not subscribing to the podcast already, make sure you're doing so on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. And if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. That'll be much appreciated. Uh, and if you're not following us on social media, uh, you can do so at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter over at Excess Press Podcast. Uh, and if you want to shoot me like an email at all, if you have any listener questions or anything like that, you can shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com and let me know if you have any questions. And I'd love to hear from you guys. If you have any voice messages that you want to send in, you can do that easily through the Anchor app. You can do that. Or you can record a message and send it directly to my email and I'll play it on the show. Uh, but yeah, I would love to hear from you guys. But, uh, but all right, guys, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage. <laughs>